Welcome to the Magic Mindset Podcast, the podcast for anyone aiming to live in and embody your highest self and explore your full potential. Let's uncover the bullshit so we can discover the absolute magic of being you. Hello, and welcome back to the Magic Mindset Podcast. I am so excited to dig into today's topic, but if I'm being honest, I'm also a little apprehensive. This is something that I'm surprised that we have not talked about more here because it is my life. It's my life. It's my passion. It's my livelihood. And that is movement, exercise, right? It is literally what I do every single day, both personally and professionally, but we have only talked about it really one other time in the total of all episodes. This is episode number 79. And so it's kind of odd that we haven't talking about it, talking about it, talked about it that much, but it's also very much on purpose because I understand what a hard subject this can be. We don't always have the best relationship with exercise. I know when I started, I had an awful relationship with exercise. Exercise was only there as a means for me to change my body. And it was not from a place of love. It was from a place of hate and from a place of punishment. And I know a lot of women can relate to that. Exercise does not feel like something you get to do. It can very much feel like something you have to do. And that sucks. Because I know from being on the other side of it and seeing so many women on the other side of it as well that fitness can be absolute magic in such an amazing way to celebrate your body and to show your body love and to really show your body appreciation. And so that's exactly what I want to talk about today. I want to talk about the absolute magic of a fitness routine and how showing up for yourself when it comes to fitness and exercise and strength training and cardio, all of those yummy things, how showing up for yourself in all those ways can become one of your superpowers. One of the reasons I love movement is because it challenges your beliefs around what you can and cannot do. When you get into exercise, specifically when you get into strength training, if you are doing it properly and if you are committed to showing up to the process, you are going to be challenging yourself on a regular basis, right? You're going to start by picking up a weight that is challenging and heavy is relative, You know, when I first started lifting weights, I was using five and eight pound dumbbells and they were making me so incredibly sore, so incredibly sore. So back then, heavy to me, heavy to me was picking up the eight as opposed to the five. And I don't say that as like, I don't say that dismissively. I say that in all seriousness, we all start somewhere and there's no shame whatsoever in where you are right now and what your starting point is. What we are looking for is to build upon that. And it's going to be different. It's going to be different for every single one of us because we're all starting in different places and we have different goals. But taking all those goals aside, the main goal that I have for anyone who steps foot in my gym and any woman I'm working with is for them to be stronger. And that doesn't mean I want them to look like Arnold Schwarzenegger or I want them to be able to deadlift 400 pounds, like that'd be great, but that's not really realistic for many of us, myself very much included. When I say stronger, I just mean the ability to move through your life with ease, right? The ability to pick up your children, the ability to pick up your grandchildren, the the ability to move furniture without asking for help, to carry in your groceries and all one trip, to just move through life in a way that makes you feel really, really capable and like you are 
strong in your body, right? That's such an amazing feeling. And so back to strength training, it doesn't matter where you start. If you are challenging yourself and you are committed to continuing to challenge yourself, you're never going to hit a ceiling. There's always going to be more to add on. There's always going to be another rep you can do or a bigger dumbbell or a bigger barbell that you can pick up, which means your ideas around what you can do, who you are and what you are capable of are going to be constantly evolving because you are going to be a continuous dialogue with yourself. Anytime you're doing any sort of strength training, you're going to hear It's like the angel and the devil. You're going to hear that one voice on your shoulder of like, bitch, no way. You cannot do that. That is too hard. That is too heavy. Absolutely not. And then you're going to hear the other side, the angel, the little buff chick on your shoulder is going to be like, yeah, you can. You can do that. You can try that. What's the worst that can happen? You don't get a rep. You have to try again. You put the weight back down. You absolutely can do that. Let's see what happens. I don't think those voices go away. I've been lifting seriously for over a decade now and I think of myself as a strong individual, right? I'm very proud that I've built that into my identity, but I still regularly hear that voice in my head talking shit, telling me to stop, telling me to chill out, telling me I can't, telling me to just, you know, I don't need to do all eight reps. I can stop at six. Like that voice doesn't go away. But the beautiful thing is whenever you overpower that voice, the voice that's telling you no, you strengthen your idea around who you are as a disciplined and as a capable individual. And that translates to every single other aspect of your life in the most amazing ways, in the most amazing ways. And I cannot understate that, right? When you realize that the only thing holding you back is the story you have holding you back, everything changes. And the gym is such a safe place to experience that because you're meant to fail there. It, it is it is part of the process. Failure is embraced there. Trying is embraced there. Trying again is embraced there. And what happens? I know I just said failure is meant to happen there and it absolutely is, but quite often you're not going to fail. You're going to do whatever it is you, you intend to do and you're going to surprise yourself with it or If you do fail, you realize, well, this isn't a big deal. This isn't a big deal at all. It it barely even bruised my ego, which shows you that trying is easy and is far easier and far better than not trying at all. So, you know, all back to my original point here, when you commit to strength training, you're committing to bettering yourself in every single way because you are committing to examining your beliefs, you're committing to challenging your beliefs, and you are committing to see yourself as your potential and to continuously pursuing that version of yourself. The other absolutely amazing thing about movement is there is no shortcut and there is no finish line. You as a committed individual, somebody who is committed to honoring their body through physical movement, you are never going to wake up one day and decide that you're done. You're never going to exercise again. That does not happen to a disciplined, committed individual who understands the amazing role that fitness can happen, can play in their life. When that does happen is when you are using fitness as a means to an end, what we talked about in the beginning. I quit fitness many times in the beginning, right? When I was, I've had like two decades of working out regularly, a slightly over two decades almost the entire first decade, at least eight years, was complete bullshit. It was me wasting away on an elliptical, 
Eventually, I started running, but that was it. It was cardio, 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 and literally doing Richard Simmons seven-minute abs in my living room. I'm not making that up. And if you don't know who Richard Simmons is, you're too young to be listening to this podcast. (laughs) I would do that. And even older, I'm really dating myself here. This was like pre-YouTube era fitness. I would watch it like on demand on Time Warner, which is our, if you're not local, like our local news station. Like you would watch, I would watch videos like 10-minute lower body blast. I would watch those videos and that was the extent of my strength training. So basically it was all bullshit and it was all cardio. And back then when that was my – I was using fitness only to change my body, only to control my body, I quit all the time. I gained and lost anywhere between 40 and 20 pounds probably – I don't know, at least 10 times during those years because I would stop and go and stop and go. And I see this, like that's the shitty part about owning a gym is I see people quit on themselves and it fucking sucks. I had to do a lot of work around that, a lot of work around releasing that energy and not holding that energy because it sucks. It sucks to see people you care about, people you love, people you want to see succeed. It sucks to see them want to do better want to try and then quit on themselves because they're not attaching their goal to something realistic, right? Which let's talk about that. That's why the goal of weight loss and the goal of wanting to just change your body physically is never enough. I'm not saying it's not valid. It is valid. It can absolutely be a part of it, but it can't be all of it. It it absolutely cannot be all of it. I intended on talking about this next week in the more practical fitness episode, but we're here. So we'll dive into it now. That's why it's so important to know your why because if you don't know your why, you are going to quit and you are just going to stay stuck in that cycle of starting and stopping and starting and stopping and that hurts. It's almost harder to start the second time than it is to start the first time because you somehow carry this story that like you failed. You didn't fail. You learned what didn't work and what didn't work in that case was the why, you are only using fitness as a means to change your body and it cannot be that way. When you, you you view fitness as everything it can be, which yes, it absolutely can be a means to change your body, but it's a means to change your life. It's a means to make your life better. It is a way for you to change how you view your life. It's a way for you to change how you view yourself. It is a way for you to learn that you are a disciplined and a capable person. You are somebody who shows up for yourself. You are somebody who puts your health and wellness above everything. It is how you care for yourself and the people you love, right? That's important. I'm sure all of you have people in your family, people that you love very much, who are losing their ability to move through life with ease, and you see how it is affecting not only them, but the people around them, right? That sucks. Then that scares the hell out of me. And so now my why as a woman who's almost 40 is very different than it was when I was 30 because I'm looking at my parents and I'm seeing how they can still move with ease. And I am looking at other people in my family and I'm seeing that they can't. And I don't want that. Not only do I not want that for me, but I don't want that for my kids and I don't want that for my someday grandkids you have to think about the same thing, right? It cannot be only about the scale. It has to be about something bigger. And when it is about something bigger, there's no shortcut. There's no end date. It becomes something that you do. It becomes part of your identity. And when you make fitness part of your identity, I am someone who works out. I am somebody who cares for my physical being. I am somebody who honors my health. I am somebody who sees my body and holds it in a place of gratitude. And because of that, I take great care of it. When you embody that, 
you realize that there's no shortcut. And again, just like challenging your beliefs around what you can and can't do change drastically in the gym, when you understand that there's no shortcut, it changes how you view everything else in your life. You realize that you just have to put your nose down and you just have to get to work. You just have to show up. And that's all that matters. Some days you're showing up and it's going to be imperfect, right? Some days showing up means that you're barely going through the motions. You're just greasing the groove. You're holding the habit. Other days showing up means that you're killing it, that you are doing everything perfectly. You're doing everything with intention. You are trying. You are pushing. Like you are just going for it. Both ends of the spectrum are going to exist and both ends are just as valid because you are teaching yourself that you are showing up, that there is no shortcut. The work is the shortcut. Consistency is the shortcut. And when you learn that, when you embody that, absolutely everything changes. Movement can be the most amazing form of medicine if you allow it. Yes, developing a fitness routine will help you get in better shape. (laughs) It will help you look better in those jeans, feel more confident in a swimsuit. But here's the thing. Is it changing the way you look? Yeah, it is. But more importantly, it's changing what you see. It is changing how you see yourself. And so, yeah, absolutely, your body's changing, your muscles are changing, your Weight is shifting and all of those things are wonderful and all of those things are beautiful. But when you start developing a habit of caring for yourself, of committing to movement because you love yourself, because you are honoring yourself, you look in the mirror and you see a different person because you are a different person. And I know that sounds like really light and flowery and spiritual and hippie and woo-woo, but it's true. You see yourself in somebody differently. I... And I love this, and I know I'm not alone with this because I've had many conversations with women, you know, at New York Sport and Fitness about this exact thing. I feel the most beautiful during a workout. I feel the most beautiful after a workout. I feel like the just best version of myself. And it's because that is just an amazing opportunity to care for myself. And I see that all the time with women. They're like, I just, I feel so good. I feel so much like myself and it's wild because I see these women and they come in for the first time and they're covered up, right? They are completely covered up. They're wearing clothes that, yeah, they're gym clothes and so they might be in their leggings but they have a shirt down that's like hanging down to their mid-thigh because they don't want to show their ass. Their sleeves are on because God forbid they show their arms and like what if their arms wiggle and they're kind of cowering in a corner and just not feeling it, right? They're nervous. And then after a few weeks, things start happening. Sleeves start getting shorter, like tunics start coming up a little more. They start, I don't want to say dressing better because it's not that, but they're walking better. They're carrying themselves better because they realize, one, that nobody gives a shit, right? Everybody in the gym is just paying attention to themselves. Like that is the biggest myth that people are judging you and people are looking at you. They're not. Everybody's there for the same reason. Everybody's there to better themselves. And you will see that when you start coming to a gym. And that's true for all gyms, right? I'm really lucky with the community we have at my gym. It's amazing. We have the best people. But I know this is true for all gyms. Nine out of 10 times, well, I want to say like 99% of the time, 
they're the most welcoming community and the most welcoming people that you can meet. And I get messages all the time like, oh my God, I, I'm so scared to go to the gym. But if I lived where you lived, I would go. To, I would come to your gym. Listen, here's the thing. I love that. And I want all of you to come and visit me if you're ever in the area. However, I guarantee you there's a gym just like mine somewhere in your local community that is going to be just as welcoming and will make you feel just as good. I promise you. I am a cheerleader for gyms for a reason because they're good people who want to see you succeed. Holy shit, did I get off subject? (laughs) What I am saying is I see the evolution of women all the time going from hiding themselves, not feeling comfortable, not feeling confident to coming in and not showing themselves off because it's not that. It's not that at all, but they're just comfortable. They feel good in their skin. They know why they're there. They know what they're there for. They feel good in their body. They feel good in their clothes. They're not afraid to take up space and they're there to do what they need to do. And it is just, it is so incredible. And so that's one of the, I mean, I could, God, this episode could go on for 20 minutes, 20 years really about why I love the gym. But those are the main things I wanted to touch on today and why I think movement is such magic is just because it it has the ability, yes, to grow your confidence. And that's crazy. It's really, really wonderful. And it's really, really incredible. But not only is it growing your confidence, it's just growing you. It is bringing out the absolute best parts of you. It is a way to support your life in the most magical way. So I'm going to tie this up here. Next week, we're going to talk about the how, the what, the why. I want to say it's going to be less hippie talk, but I can't promise that, right? Because listen, fitness is spiritual hygiene. Movement is spiritual hygiene. I will build a house and forever live on that hill. (laughs) So I'm going to tie it up. As always, if you would rate and review this, if you have not already, I would love it. If you have any questions, you know where to find me, please like hit me up, head to my website, head to my DMs. If you're like, okay, what do I do? I would love to start my fitness journey. Get a hold of me. If you're local, I can really help you out. And even if you're not local, we can hop on a call and we can figure out a process that would be perfectly aligned for you and your goals. So again, that's it for this week. I will see you back next week with part two. We will talk about more the how, more the why, really get into the details of a solid fitness routine. And I'm really looking forward to it. So I hope you are too. 